Welcome back to Lloyd Waterworth's What's Your Waterworth? I am not Lloyd Waterworth. Today, we will be talking about water from a different perspective yet again. Now, I know what you're thinking. Haven't we covered all there is to cover with water? And you're wrong. Face it, you're wrong. It's okay to be wrong about things. In this particular instance, you are quite wrong. In fact, you're so far wrong that if you thought you were right, you were the polar opposite to what you thought, and you were even wrong about the fact that you were wrong. Or wrong about the fact that you were right. I think this is coming out wrong. That's how wrong you are, that you've made what I'm trying to say come out as wrong. (sighs) Anyway, I digress. We're talking about water in its spiritual realm. So, how can a uh, normally soulless entity that is used for commercial gain be something spiritual? That's what I um, I hear you ask through my mind's eye. I hear you uh, through my mind's ear. That's what I hear you ask. <laughs> mind's ear. It's a good one. Um, Yeah, so spiritual water. um, So we're thinking of things like uh, holy water is probably the most commonly known one. So holy water, that's uh, water that's been blessed by uh, some sort of religious figure. Uh, No, no, it's not not water from Switzerland. No, you wouldn't call it Swiss water (laughs) because the cheese has holes. Um, No, no, it's... uh, it's water that's been blessed, and it's used for a variety of different things. Um, I, I think people drink it. Um, I come to think of it, I wonder... I haven't really looked into this holy water thing enough to really talk in great length about it. Uh, I'll provide you all the information I know about it, but uh, I probably should have... Um, I mean, it's unlike me to do... to. You know I like to do my research, and I like to be thorough with the information I provided, and it's been a tough week this week, so I've not been as prepared uh, as I could have been. Um, To cut a long story short, do you know when you have a friend, a friend that you would uh, count on and rely on, uh, someone who you'd call, you know... A really close friend of yours, um, a best friend, a uh, a brosif, if you will. I had a friend who was like that. I could call him any time. I could talk to him wherever, whenever I wanted. He could call me any time. He could talk to me whenever he wanted. There was a uh, mutual respect for each other. We both had interests in the same topic, so we were both fans of the... Um, the water industry uh, and water uh, trading and ice block trading. Uh, but somehow it seems that we've we've drifted. Uh, I'm not sure why, but say 
probably over the last seven weeks, I feel like we've been losing contact. Um, look, I'm not going to name names here, but um, his name, it rhymes with ball. And every time I try to talk to ball, it just, it doesn't go anywhere. And I'm starting to think that maybe ball and I just aren't really good friends anymore. Um, you know, uh, did I, did I do something or you get to asking these sort of questions about yourself and it distracts you from what's really important. So I'm terribly sorry that I haven't got enough information to give you about holy water, but I'll give you all that I know about holy water. Uh, I know that it's common in several different religions, uh, from uh, Sikhism to Christianity to... Um, and that's about as far as the page loaded. It's at least popular in two religious groups, possibly more. It really... Who am I kidding? I'm too distracted at the moment. What's more important? Uh, trying to work out problems with your friendship? Or, I don't know, telling people how to make the most out of water? I mean, I, I guess, what am I caring for? I have time for all of you, and, you know, I, I put my heart and soul into this uh, podcast, and I truly hope you get something out of it. But sometimes I have to look at me. I have to... I have to be able to look at myself in the mirror and stare deeply and lovingly into my own eyes. Tenderly brush my hand against my reflection's cheek and say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You're not alone. You've got me. And I laugh, because <laughs> it's a reflection. And it's not really anyone. It's not like there's anyone there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... um. But, you know, these are the things you have to do. Um, you know, it's all part of uh, being a um, being an educator. Is there, there are ups and downs. Um, yeah, there are ups and downs. Peaks and troughs, just like trading water... Uh, for interest's sake, while I get away from, uh, talking about myself, because of that, um, uh, I'll, let's go, let's talk about the economic value of that beautiful, wonderful, unparalleled, majestic place known as Nairobi, the capital of Kenya, capital city of Kenya. Nairobi has been doing great things again with water, um, just recently, they actually had their own uh, holy water uh, blessing ceremonies because they do export a lot of water out uh, to the world. Um, as uh, some of you dedicated traders would be aware of, they uh, have recently had about 20,000 kiloliters of holy water, which was uh, blessed by a, um, by a desert monk uh, named... Oh. Now... Sometimes I find it hard to pronounce uh, names from different countries, so do I do apologize for that. Uh, it's uh, Irish Bana, Irish Bana, I think. 
So Irish Bana was uh, blessing this uh, holy water that was uh, that was being sent out from uh, Nairobi, and so that increased the value of uh, Nairobi's water by um, I think tenfold. Uh, so a bit more about Arish Bana is Arish Bana is uh, professionally known as uh, as Arish Bana. It's an Australian actor and comedian. He began his career in the sketch comedy series Full Frontal before gaining notice in the comedy drama The Castle. Soon after, he gained critical recognition in the biographical crime film Chopper. So that's a little bit about this cleric in uh, Ethiopia, and he's um, yeah been doing wonderful things there. Um, now, uh, he has been, uh, prolific in a number of other locations. I do believe that he's also done some astrological explorations. Um, this is, uh, evident in the documentary, uh, Star Trek, I believe. Anyway, it's, um, it's great to see that, uh, such things happen in our lifetime. I mean, you don't get to experience these sort of things often, it's kind of like the Halley's Comet of water trading, isn't it? Now, um, moving away from Arish uh, and Nairobi, capital city of Kenya. Um, yeah, it's it's really odd, actually, this time in my life. Um, I, I don't really know how to explain it, but um, I guess the best way to describe it is um, basically, at the moment, I feel like if I was Bill S. Preston Esquire and let's say Ball was Ted Theodore Loken. Logan, sorry, not Loken. Loken. I wonder if anyone's ever had the surname Loken. It'd be a, maybe a spinoff of Lycan. So perhaps somewhere in a werewolf trait, because uh, of course uh, lycanthropy is the uh, disease which calls werewolfism. I believe that's the scientific term for it. But yes, uh, let's see. I think they also, the people from the Lycan clan have also started uh, their own company. I think it's a means of raising funds for lycanthropy, uh, Lycan Mobile. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so, so I would be like Keanu Reeves, I believe is Bill or is Keanu Reeves Ted um hang on I'm just gonna there's a computer out on the street I'll just be back in a sec I just gotta check with Quora it won't be long password. Now lowercase t. Yeah, cool. 
So, is Keanu Reeves Bill? Or is Keanu Reeves Ted? Right, okay. No, no worries, thank you. Right, okay. So, uh, turns out uh, Keanu Reeves is Ted Theodore Logan. So, uh, not Logan, by the way. Definitely Logan. So, uh, it is if I am uh, Alex Winter, William Bill S. Preston Esquire, and Ball is Keanu. Wow, when you think of it like that, Am I the asshole? Because, um... Keanu Reeves is possibly the greatest human being to have ever lived. I mean, what hasn't Keanu done? He... I mean... He's on his way to solving world hunger? I think? He, um... Ah, he definitely does not, um, does not think it tastes like a stick of butter wrapped in cinnamon. But, Keanu, he is, uh, well thought of and highly respected. So if you're out there and if you're listening, Keanu, firstly, congratulations on entering the world of water trading. Uh, secondly... Why aren't we all more like you? I mean, it wouldn't hurt to have a little Kia... Hang on. No. How do I make this not sound dirty? I want the whole Keanu inside... No. Um, I want Keanu inside my... No. Um, I want... To be inhabited by Keat, not physically. That would be weird if he turned me into his own man cave. Although, out of all the people in the world I could become a man cave of, I think Keanu would probably be uh, not so bad. Because you know what? I reckon he would have a Galaga machine. And I don't know about you, but I learned a lot in life from Galaga. One second. And I reckon Keanu would have learned a lot from Galaga too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd happily be Keanu Reeves' house. But, uh, he... What, do, what am I... What I'm trying to say, what I'm really trying to say is... Paul... Enough of this charade. I'm not, I'm not using code names anymore. It's Paul I'm talking about. Paul. What have I done to you? Huh? Are you... Are you on Lloyd Waterworth's side now? Do you want out? Do you want this show to end? Because, um... I'll do it. I'll finish it. I'll end it. It's... 
doesn't mean anything. It... You just really get me worked up. Uh, I was going to use the code name again, but we've stopped that. Paul. Just really get me worked up, Paul. Um, we've been friends for at least seven weeks. You know? I mean, it was just a simple request. Hey, Paul, I know you know a lot about trading uh, water and you've dealt with, uh, you know, Norwegian tap water versus Norwegian Voss bottled water and about the uh, equitable value of the two. But um, I just wanted you to have to tell us a little bit about it. And uh, with uh, next week being the last episode of this season... Bombshell. Um, yeah, it'd be great if you could just come in and we could just have a talk. I'm sending out... Uh, tell you what, we, uh, we were talking about spiritual water. I'm... Uh, I'm centering myself. I'm putting both my palms deeply into my chakra... And I'm projecting from my direwolf. And hopefully, you will be receiving this heartfelt plea right now. You may think it's indigestion or heartburn at first, but it's not. This is my chi, my energy, which unfortunately is not a tangible asset to monetize. Otherwise, I would be talking about that on the second series because, uh, of course, we do have more things to discuss uh, next season about the worth of water. But unfortunately, with chi, I can't harness chi. Um, really, just Paul, if you're if you're out there, um, just give me a call. You know, it's funny. We we talk during the week, but as soon as it comes to uh, podcast time, it's like you've got a phobia. Maybe that's it. Look, Paul, uh, if you've got a phobia of podcasts, maybe if you come forward and uh, we can talk it through, um, we'll be able to really inform people about the worth of water. Now, um, look, I'm sorry... To you guys again, uh, I have gotten a bit too distracted talking about myself and my problems. Now, while it is great to try and work on my issues, it's also great for me to inform you about the uh, the value of water at last count. So, we'll go over Nairobi. Nairobi currently sitting at 365,000 Dogecoin per kiloliter. Now, that is an astronomical amount, and uh, you know, that's all thanks to Erish Banar. So, thank you, Erish Banar. Now, the rest of Kenya is sitting on 12 Dogecoin, so what are you doing, rest of Kenya? Sorry, that's a bit of anger from my own personal issues coming out. Sorry. Um, we should also revisit one country which I feel like we've not touched at all, and that's my homeland, Australia. Now, Australia doesn't really believe in water trading, uh, which is sad because, um, you know, Australia is a country that could get behind water trading. We could work with desalination. 
Uh, we could work with, uh, say, for instance, the water body between Tasmania and Victoria, the Bass Strait, known for its hile. Hile. That's something probably deep and seated I need to get looked into. It's high. Well, ejaculate content. Um. Because, of course, that's got its high levels of protein. So, you know, Australia, you could really get behind this. Um, we do sense a bit of negativity coming from particular spaces in Victoria in particular. Um, more towards um, the postcode 3006. That negativity that comes out, uh, well, we can fight it. And that's part of this uh, spiritual awakening that... Really, that's what I'm having at the moment. That's why I wanted to talk to you about spiritual water. Uh, I believe that I am awakening the soul of my shoes. <laughs> no, you're right. I was trying too hard. Anyway, this is the second last episode of this season. There is only one more uh, week left for Lloyd Waterworth's Watcher Waterworth. Uh, of course, for this season, hopefully we'll be back. It all depends on whether or not Lloyd reinstates that restraining order. Anyway, as of this week, this has been episode seven. Thank you so much for listening. This is Lloyd Waterworth. Watch your Waterworth. I have not been Lloyd Waterworth. You enjoy the wetness of life.